All right, we are live. I'll give you your uh, vivo. Yeah, I'll give you your your moment to uh, my tell the world that you're going live as you sip from your cup. I sip from my cup. We yeah. should all have a cup to sip from. Everyone should have a cup to sip from, Trinity. I do. I got one right here. Oh, there you go. I got a big old cup. Let me know when you're uh, when you're ready, Grandpa, and we will get this going. All right, I'm ready. No way you did it that fast. I did it that fast, brother. I'm actually kind of impressed. Don't all right, you, expect, me... you expected slower. I did, yes. So, all right, let me run the intro. All right, boom. Shut up and sit down. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Welcome to Dope and Dharma. This is the We the Middle edition, our Friday edition of Dope and Dharma, here on uh, WPSN 99, brought to you by Surf Monkey Media. Thank you very much for all you do, Surf Monkey Media, and all our sponsors behind the scenes. I am Street Certified Dope Dr. Louis Delgado here with you on today's show. And of course, we have the Dharma Guide, my partner. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, what's up? What's happening, man? I love your little red lights today. Yeah, is that I, your I closest to change it up. The, the pink? Yeah, is that, is that uh, your rainbow? No, I'm sure I'm sure Might. there's a pink one in here somewhere. Let me see. I'm... So you should have put pink on, man. This is this is Pride Month, man. Come on. This is one of the, the things we're gonna talk about today on, on Dope and Dharma. <laughs> but wait, why does it have Pride to be Month. pink? You're just giving pink away now? Giving pink away? Because it's pink's yeah. a cool color, man. Here you go. I you think know. I could do like a weird like it, I don't know, man. This is my daughter's room, dude. So she's really got like this. It doesn't have to be pink. I mean, we're in 2022. Actually, you know, all colors are part of the rainbow, right? Just about, except black. Um, yeah, yeah colors. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, so before we get started, um, we are here every Friday. Uh, I'll let Trinity explain to you who we are, what we are, what we do here, and then I'll give you a rundown of the topics today. Go for it, Trinity. Well, okay. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> that was my best like he cars used car salesman um no as always you can uh, catch us live on uh tuesdays and fridays you can catch us live on facebook twitch and youtube at uh, dope and dharma um and then on mondays you can catch us live only on uh youtube and facebook or if you're local 1680 a.m or 100.7 fm you can catch us live on those days. And if you want to check us out on social media, he is at the Dope Doctor. I am at the Dharma Guy. And together, we are at Dope and Dharma. Very well done, brother. Of course. And uh, today, uh, today's Friday edition. Now, now, first of all, in this part of Florida, it's a beautiful day. But over there, we're right now and where my kids are at right now, uh, there's some storms going on and there's a storm coming from mexico so uh everybody uh be well be safe on today's uh beautiful friday you're gonna experience a lot of rain this weekend so anyway so it's the beginning of a new month trinity's six months man we're six months halfway through the year already done boom done 2022 half half the year gone trinity crazy right um and this month uh so we're going to talk about this as one of our topics is pride month um as well as men's health month right so that's yeah. that's uh june uh, for us. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, LeBron James becoming a billionaire. Yes, Trinity, a billionaire. 
yeah. uh, while still playing basketball. And then, of course, we're going to still talk about guns. There's nothing more on people's minds right now than all the shootings that have tragically happened. Uh, you know, we started talking about it, obviously, with other shootings and then the most recent being uh, the one in Tulsa. So, um yeah, you know. and for those of you who are just tuning in to us for the first time, on Mondays right. we usually go over uh, um, drug and alcohol-related issues, family issues, stuff like that. Tuesdays is more of a spiritual kind of philosophical show, and then, of course, Fridays is topics of the day. Right, and since we are in the middle, we're not, neither Crips nor Bloods, neither Red nor Blue, neither Republican or Democrat. Uh, we are, even though I'm wearing blue today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, um, I'm wearing blue as well, actually. Oh, okay, but, we speak from a middle perspective, which we feel we feel at least our opinion is most of the country is actually in the middle, even yeah. though sometimes they may sway a little red or blue, uh, crip and blood. Uh, no offense to gang people. Uh, <laughs> Are you worried you know, about offend offending gang members? Well, I, I think in twenty twenty two, we got to worry about offending everybody, right? So some somewhere the gang members have feelings, member, a blood too. member like shedding a tear. Yeah, they have feelings too. Chinese. They have I mean, feelings what do, too. What do you think they can't? I mean. This is no, a more empathetic I, I, world. Trade. I hear you, man. I hear you. Like, who's speaking so up for lucky. the gang member? You know what I mean? Like, who who's out there? What color? You no. know, like, what what month do they have? Trinity, I think you're onto something right there. Yeah. I think that I think they are a a, a, a largely a disrespected population. Yeah, uh, I think they're a misunderstood attention. population. They're misunderstood a lot. That I would agree with. I would agree um, with that. And and, and I think uh, you know they're always. He's portrayed as these violent, evil animals. Um, and, uh, you know, when they really just gang they need a hug. have a month. Yeah, they need a yeah, hug. They, they actually do. And, and a dad. <laughs> oh, wow. So so uh, so let's start with the, from from that population that I just said didn't have a dad to my partner who doesn't have a dad. Uh, Dharma guys. So so why did you kick us off? Because it's what not a their great month. transition. Hey, it's Men's Health Month as well. So let's start off with Men's Health. Trinity. You want to start out with uh, that? Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, because you know uh, you often <clears throat> talk about men's health. You are you are a trainer, a physical trainer, a master trainer, as well as being a spiritual advisor. And so often you talk directly to men and men of man. mass. Men, well, yes, that's how I identify. I identify as male. Correct. That might change next week. Stay tuned. And it, and it makes it real easy because you look like one too. So it makes it real yeah. easy. For me so uh so trinity what about men's health month what does that really mean anyway like go get your prostate exam <laughs> well you know what i mean what, i don't know obviously i, I think um you know we're why gonna did try we to... need a month trinity why did men men's because health we're, need a month? because we're we're stubborn you know if i'm honest i think <laughs> that uh first and foremost i think we're going to continue to talk about men's health this month obviously because we're both men and it's important to us and we've actually both had medical things that we right. probably shouldn't have postponed um, and I think that's why there's a month, to be honest with you. I, I think that what it was is we had to do something to draw attention to dudes going to the doctor. I think it's, uh, mm -hmm. I think it's two part, right? So I, I think one part is, is men, um, oftentimes are so busy taking care of everybody else. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't mean the, the traditional roles. I'm just being as men. I, I know in my family, I'm oftentimes the, the, the the rock right the st stability in the house that's right. kind of like steering the ship a little bit right that's not to to disregard all the effort and work that my wife puts in um but it's different right like they go to her for different things and they go to me for different things and so right. um i'm so used to like maintaining the direction of the ship kind of a thing that uh sometimes my health will get put back 
on the back burner, right? Right. Um, and then the other half of that is just as dudes, uh, like I can't speak for all dudes. I can speak for myself and my ilk. Right. I'm I'm a firm believer of oh, it'll get fine. It'll get better. <laughs> you know, like I'm a, I I yeah. operate. Yeah, bro, just take it off. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm a firm. (laughs) I'm a purveyor of the. It'll be fine. It'll go away in a couple days. Um, and it's worked thus far. I'm in my 40s, and it's worked. (laughs) You know, not with everything. Um, having said that, um, obviously those two mindsets are are not good, right? For the first mindset, you know, you can't really be there for your family and be that rock and that stability if you're sick. Um, so in order to be of service to others, you got to take care of yourself first. Um, and then the second one, of course, it, it, it doesn't always get better, <laughs> you know, right. like, right. so I think that I think uh, we do need a month, to be honest with you, because um, right. we're all kind of stubborn, man. And, and it, what's weird is I, you and I both know so many guys that are struggling with things or, or have had medical catastrophes. And the first thing that they all say afterwards is go to the doctor. Uh, right. It's like a universal thing, right? We had uh, uh, Brett TV on here a while back. You know, I think it was a year or so ago, and he had his own medical condition. We had a whole show dedicated to him, kind of talking about it. Yeah, out of nowhere. And he was like a healthy guy, man. He like rides bikes for miles. Still like, is. He's, He's back yeah. being healthy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think the as we go through this month and as we do more shows, I think that will be a a reoccurring theme. Is as men, like I, I go to the doctor. You know, it's just it, whatever that is to- that you think is going to go away in a couple of days. Go to the doctor. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so go get, uh, you know, like uh, I remember when I uh, first turned 50 or no, I was 40 when he did it. I think the first time it happened and I went to the doctor and uh, I thought I was done. thought I was done, Trinity. Um, then he just said, uh, started putting on that glove and then he just gave me that look and I said, uh, what's going on? He goes, I'm going to stick my finger up your butt. And that and was just at the barbecue. That's as loving. That's as loving as he said it. So, uh, men, uh, you know. <laughs> what a great transition into Pride Month. <laughs> Send him the emails, not me. Send him the emails, <laughs> not me. The Dub Doctor's innocent on that one. That was all Dharma on that one, boy. Uh, so, all right. So, let's go back into Pride Month and then let's go from uh, doing it medicinally to doing it recreationally. So, <laughs> so Pride. Everybody, look. Here's the cool thing, man. Is it? You know, you know, they have a whole month uh, for all of our good friends that are gay, yes. lesbian, bisexual, trans. Uh, uh, don't you dare leave one out. Question. No, queer questioning. What is it? Is the cue for questioning? I, I, dude, for I don't even right? pretend to know. I, I don't even uh, know. So I don't care which are, you know, do your do. This is the month where you're allowed to do your do and be prideful of however you do your do. Uh, so congratulations. You got a whole month. So what, is, what does that mean, Trinity? I mean, uh, Disney's, uh, you know, the, the Red Day is back, right? Where they all wear red. Um, and, and I think so, Disney. yeah. That I think so. I believe they have a parade and everything. What a horrible oh. time to go to Disney. It's hot <laughs> as hell right now. Yeah. Um, and with all the uh, the the COVID and stuff, I'm not really sure how that's going to work out this year, but who knows? Oh, I know Disney's okay. reopened, so maybe oh, yeah, maybe we'll be unaffected. Right. Yeah. So so what is, what is Pride Month? And, in, in, you know, do you even know the history of Pride Month um, and how long it's been? You know, I, I think we, we've had some people on our shows that talked about the entire history. Um, I, I'm not going to claim right. to remember it all, to be honest with you. Um, but I do know that I, I it, it essentially stems from from the inequality and the the injustices that they were facing many years ago. Um, you know, back in the 
well, obviously as far back as you want to go, but I'm going to focus more on like right. the 70s, 80s, that kind of stuff. Um, it was really there prevalent. Was a people, incident that they told us about, um, remember? There was well, there was incident. one. Yeah, yeah. it was up in, I think it was New York, I want to say. There was like a trans mm-hmm. bar that was happening. There was like somebody got, right. uh, they were harassed and, and some violence ensued. Right. Right. Um, and then they basically said, we're not going to stand for this. We're going to fight back. And then they came and started marching and bringing attention to it. And that's uh-huh. kind of what kicked off the civil rights movement for, uh-huh. you know, our, our non-heterosexual community. Um, right. And uh, I just, I know for me, you know, uh, I'm, by no means uh, uh, have I walked in their shoes, but from the outside looking in, I, I would say uh, for lack of a better phrase, they won, right? Like, like I, I yeah. look now, I remember when I was a kid, um, being gay was like an insult. It was a put down, um, it was know, like the worst of the worst. Yeah, at the time. it was not at least was in not, the seventies, man. In the seventies, same thing in the eighties. You know, in the early eighties, I, I just remember like it was not that was the biggest cut down you could give to somebody. Um, I remember the whole Matthew Shepherd incident, and that was like a big yeah. deal when that happened. Right. Um, right. And so, it, you conversely, you look at from where we were to where we're at now, to Ooh. where like every show that I turn on has a gay character. Uh, there's been whole movies that are more made. There's been plot line. Yeah, and, and more so, than one. Now you can you can um, agree or disagree with that. I mean, each person has their own viewpoints. Right. From my right. perspective, right. I think that's progress. I, I think that um, right. that we've come a long ways, right? And, and so for yeah. those, because I do have friends, as do you, that are in that community, yeah. um, right. and it's easy if you're not in that community to overlook the pain and the suffering that can be involved in that. And, and right. so I think that. Um, I think it was necessary at first, uh, you know, and like you said, I don't think they take months away. So regardless of how much progress is made, you know, they still have their month, which I, I don't have a problem with. Right, right. Hey, by, by the way, by the way, if you hear snoring in the background, that's not my wife, Dana. That's my, do you hear that? <laughs> uh, no, you I hear don't that? hear it, thankfully. No. It, it's it's so loud over here, man. And my, my big dog, Kyle, my old dog, yeah. and he's like 80 years old or something like that. <laughs> He's snoring underneath my feet, so so that's just not me. And, and I just want to make sure it's not Dana, so just people don't start yeah. saying, "Man, was Dana?" My dog snores. The- my dog snores so loud yeah. that like right. you can hear it across the house. Yeah, my mine snores and kicks, and it'll kick you and kick you and kick you and kick you the whole time. So you, <laughs> like, get upset at him, but you know. Uh, anyway, so get, get back to Pride Month. Uh, yeah, I think it's phenomenal, and yeah, they don't take months away. So I don't know uh, if I don't know when there's a certain like level of appreciation and understanding and acceptability where now it's like you know what you really don't need a month anymore because like it's like mainstream and to be honest with you i don't know uh many places uh in the united states unless you're in such rural smaller parts where it's not mainstream it's really mainstream right right? i mean like you said it's on every television show every movie um matter of fact i mean Survivor and Big Brother get a lot of crap for me because I love those shows and they always have more black people and more gay people than Hispanics. I mean, we're even though we're the largest minority, you would think there's only like one of us per a thousand. Uh, <laughs> there's like zero Hispanics anywhere uh, anymore. Um, unless you, you watch Spanish too, television. Don't you? don't you have a month in October? Yeah, we have a month, but they look at us like you got your own television sh- stations and you got your own radio stations. Actually, for those of you that don't know, here's a fun fact: uh, is that we, our television stations and radio stations are actually one in the United States. Yeah, Gigante. <laughs> That's right. So I guess they feel like, oh, you guys have your own, so so we don't need to hear you and see you. Um, right. But my point is, is that it's so mainstream that. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, 
understand how we get months and get them taken away. I just know that we've started like uh, there's only 12 months, right? So we start giving them away duplicately, yeah. right? We start doing double, uh, we start doubling. Down. I looked up for the show. I looked up to see what else was in June, and, and it right. seems like every month has like 50 things that it's associated yeah. with. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like it's like multiple. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just picked the two so, biggest so, ones. I don't know how to figure out like pairing them up. Uh, who knows? Okay. And and that's interesting that those are paired together. You know. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it makes yeah. some sense, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it looks like there was thought into it. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like you know, what I mean? like some months, like you wouldn't want together, and some some months you do. Uh, but what I'm saying is, it, look, it, this is a time to be prideful. You know that I say for the recovering community, from the drug addiction and 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 alcohol recovering community. Uh, I think the gay, the whole gay movement is inspirational to to to, to be loud and proud and and be be uh, okay with who you are, what you are. Uh, don't worry about the stigmas attached to it. I I, I told you that that I think it's inspiring in that way. Um, I still am not a fan of, uh, you know, outward discussions of sexual activity. I mean, I don't, I mean, you're, you're a great friend of mine and, and we have awesome conversations. We speak about a lot of things, but you and I do not talk about our sexual activities with each other. No. I, 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 th I think those kinds of conversations are private. I think our preferences and what we like are kind of private. So I think that's always where I came from with it, to be honest with you. It's like, look, do right. what you do, but uh, you know, I, 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 it's not something that, that, that I talk openly about. I never did actually. I was never that kid. I don't know. Were you that, that guy in high um, school that always talked about it? Cause I didn't. Um, I talked about, you know, experiences, if you will, with certain guy friends back in the day. Right. Okay. Um, that all stopped when I got married because it was my wife now. So it, it, it felt a little bit more <laughs> off limits. Okay. You know, it, just be yeah. honest. Like this is my wife. Like I don't need anybody looking at my wife like that. You know, I don't right. need to share those right. moments. Right. Um, right. Just to bring See, some I levity. Never did. I, I I never liked it. Go ahead. Well, to bring some levity to the situation, let me. Here, here's a couple of the month things from June. Um, National Give a Bunch of Balloons Month, National DJ Month, uh, African American Music Appreciation Month, National Zoo and Aquarium Month, uh, National Accordion Awareness. What? <laughs> I didn't know accordions need to be awareness. Okay. Uh, National Adopt a Cat. National Fresh Fresh Fruit and Vegetables Month, National Candy Month, National Camping Month, National Caribbean American Month. Wow, so Caribbean American has that. Wow, they just got like oh, completely ushered. Wow, <clears throat> wow, yeah, see that that would have been a big <laughs> one. Wow, they really got uh, pushed out. Uh, national National Country Cooking. Does that mean like country as in like hillbilly type country, like, or country as in a different yeah, what does that country? Mean? Um, National oh. Dairy Month, because apparently dairy needed its own month. Um, <laughs> National Great Outdoors. National Headache and Migraine Awareness Month. I should tell my wife about that one. Uh, National Home Ownership. Hey, right on for both of us. National Home Ownership. National Ice Tea Month, which I actually have right next to me. Uh, National Papaya Month. National Pollinators. Uh, okay. Um, oh, that, that's 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 in line. That's yeah, in line. Um, that's, National, that's us. National, that's us. Uh, We're both. <laughs> yes. Uh, National PTSD Awareness Month. That's a big one. Um, National Safety Month. I don't uh, safety for what? Uh, National Wrap that Soul rascal. Food. Wrap that rascal. Yeah. You National Soul Food. You don't want to pollinate. No. Uh, National Soul Food Month. Uh, Rose Month and Turkey Lovers Month. So wait, wait a minute. All right. See, Soul Food and Country Food Month is in the same month. See, that's yeah. It's weird. Who knows? Yeah, I think everybody. Gets, you get a month. You get a month. You get a month. You know, and that's the thing. But, you know, so it gets a little bit ridiculous. I mean, sometimes you just got to mm -hmm. like we got to be able to take the months away. Like once it's like <laughs> like 
Dude, it's National Give a Bunch of Balloons Month. Like, really? Why does that have a month? Yeah. I didn't know balloons were, like, put down or something. What, National According Awareness Month? National According Awareness. All right, kids. Hey, this is a serious moment. For all you out there who aren't aware, accordings, they need love, too. Okay? Yeah. When is National Bald Guys with Beards Month? Uh, They would argue every day, right? Because we're everywhere. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, you are in in my area. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, just outside my area, not in my neighborhood, but like outside my neighborhood on the way to your neighborhood, there's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're everywhere. We're taking over. You know, when, when I when, yeah, when I pass the biker bars on 44. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, exactly. Uh, so so congratulations to anybody that is still feeling underappreciated. Just know, look, you, you are appreciated. You are mainstream. Uh, we we do got to get to the point where we stop saying. Let, let's look. I, there's always going to be people that are that are like looked down upon or or thought of differently or or uh, I don't know. Uh, how would you say like um, discriminated against? Um, discriminated. That was the word I was looking for. Thank you, Trinity. Uh, discriminated against for whatever reason. Uh, but I, I think we do have to be uh, somewhat honest to ourselves and be very happy for ourselves that as a country and as a world, we've done very well in this issue. Like maybe not in Jamaica. I mean, in Jamaica, you still have some movement to do apparently, uh, apparently <laughs> in the Middle Eastern there, countries, but, and, and all the Middle Eastern countries, uh, you know, maybe we should put some effort into them and into that. And maybe even Asia <laughs> put some effort into that. But, but as far as here in the United States, uh, it's been, it's in Europe, um, it's very widely accepted and appreciated. And I think we should focus on that, to be honest with you, instead of, uh, I agree. If, if you're a person that, that's against it or you take issue with it, uh, just understand that uh, that a lot, a lot of pain attached to it is because there's still people that are alive that remember how painful it was. And there is still a little bit of pain in certain pockets in, in, in pockets in, in this country. But you know what? That, that, that could go to short people, fat people, uh, tall people, short people, too. So so we're at a point where um, there's a lot of other reasons to hate you other than you being gay or not <laughs> there's a, you know what i mean exactly. there's, there's just you know and and, and, and we got to get to a point where we're allowed to hate people again because trinity there's way too many people there not not to be able to hate anymore right like we can't exactly. hate like what are all those months that you said you know you, i'm you not said gonna go back months. through that list <laughs> yeah i'm not going back through that list no no, no but but i mean we got to we, we got to get to the point where we can crack on people again because it, it really right. was fun and you know i don't want to go back to mama jokes because i always i never really liked mama jokes because as a latino <laughs> i never really understood that when i was a kid i always felt like no you can't talk about my mom eh you know what i mean so so i really didn't like right. those jokes but uh, we sure. got to get to the point where we can make fun of everybody again but uh you know it's pride, pride month and uh you know, we all saw the picture that we posted that uh, had uh, LeBron riding a unicorn. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That's awesome. But uh, anyway, LeBron riding so, a unicorn so with other... a gun in his hand. Yeah, yeah. So, so we still got LeBron and guns to talk about training. But before doing that, you want to update us on this uh, Johnny Depp? We we talked about Depp and Heard uh, on previous shows. So, you want to update us on that real quick? Like, whatever. They both won, right? Um. Yeah. I guess Johnny. Johnny. Uh, um. I think all of his were found. Uh, right. Um. She was found guilty on, and right. he was awarded a total of fifteen million dollars for his troubles. Yeah. Um, Amber Heard. I think one of her cases was found. Um. Uh. She was found to win. I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And but even then, it wasn't anything Johnny did. It was Johnny's legal team. <laughs> yeah. It was his that, attorneys. Two million. Yeah. Um, yeah, she won two million. So she's uh, so Johnny's a net positive of thirteen million dollars mm, out of the uh, out of the deal. So, but more importantly, I think um, 
uh, you know, I think it was a win for men, to be honest with you. Because yeah. uh, oftentimes they always say believe everybody, you know, believe the victims. Right. Um, and that's right. usually applied pretty right. pretty universally when women speak up about things. Right, but when right. men do, it's oftentimes ridiculed or not taken seriously. Yeah. Um, and it puts us in a very interesting spot, right? Like, matter right. of fact, <clears throat> not to go off on a tangent here, but I was watching a show last night, um, a reality show. And I've seen a lot of these reality shows where um they revolve around like marriage or interpersonal relationships and and i've seen a lot actually it's like it's a lot bigger of an issue than i was aware of where the woman or the wife will be extremely aggressive and like just mean you know calling the man a not a man calling him like a bitch or just really really offensive and aggressive things um, mm-hmm. And it puts the man in a weird predicament because if he says nothing, then it just reaffirms her lack of respect. But if he then does what he would do to another guy and hit him or come back, then he's like really bad and he should know better or whatever. So it kind of puts us in a weird spot where it's like a no win situation. You could argue he shouldn't be with the person who's going to say those things. You know, if if everybody split up, whoever said something that they didn't mean, we'd have no relationships, right? <laughs> it just happens. So the idea of just, I think it's an unreasonable request to just think every time you get into an argument that gets out of hand, you leave one another. I don't think that's reasonable, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there has to be some sort of a, like, so I got into this conversation actually with my wife last night. Um, her and I were talking and we saw the situation unfold. And I said that to her, I said, with men, oftentimes we're raised with a certain like unspoken rule. We all kind of have this natural check and balance with us because we know if i run my mouth a little too much that dude's gonna hit me you know whether i win or lose it doesn't matter there's gonna be a fight that's about to happen so if i'm Mm -hmm. not interested in rolling on the ground with somebody i need to watch what i say because it could go there and so it has a certain amount of accountability built into it to whereas Mm -hmm. a lot of times with women we don't have that same thing like a woman will sometimes just say stuff that a dude would never say to another dude because of the fear of retaliation Um, My wife said that she doesn't agree with that. She doesn't think that all men, I I said, I'm not saying all men grow up to be aggressive people. What I'm saying is all men have to deal with that dynamic. I don't care what man you are. Every man on this planet knows that this could get physical if I don't uh, handle myself. Like we all know that that's just, it's inherent. Um, And and if you don't, uh, then you will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I, I think for me, this, what this court case did, was it, it, it kind of shined a light on that. So it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from here because she came out with that piece and like instantly Johnny was blackballed. He was sent out. Of, he was cut from Pirates of the Caribbean. Like his career was definitely stunted. And then now it comes right. out that she was actually really horrible. I mean, she shit in his bed, man. Like she was really horrible to him. And, and the whole like community, right. everybody I've spoken to has turned on her in a major way. Um, so it, right. to me, it's going to be interesting moving forward if that dynamic changes or if this was just like a one-off situation. Because right. I know myself, I've had some women say some pretty rough things. Now, thankfully, I've got some thick skin and I'm able to understand where it's coming from. But I've definitely had women in my life that I've met or encountered that had a dude said those exact same things to me, we'd be fighting. Right. And 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 I look at it, you you know, I know you said, you know, it's a win for men and it's also a win for uh, women. And I'll tell you how, why um, this is for the women that actually went against Amber Heard. 
uh, good for you. Uh, you did yeah. the right thing for all the women that have backed Johnny. Once they started listening to the facts, I'm very proud of you for being open minded and Agreed. listening to what you had to say, because uh, we're in a time right now where people get stuck in their position. And then no matter what dialogue or conversation happens, they stay stuck in that position. And that didn't happen here. What happened here was people watched it play out. People listened and and people started changing their opinions and basing their opinions on the facts of the case that were brought out. Uh, and that was uniquely refreshing because we've seen cases and cases and cases uh, that have been played out on TV. And, and I'm shocked to hear people's positions on certain cases, even after it's played out on TV. It's like, did you not watch this trial? Did you not watch? I do have a question. The facts that got laid out. Yeah, go for it. I have a question for you. Yeah, this is just a philosophical question. Cause as you were All talking, right. I, I can't help it. My mind went there. So universally, the women that I've spoken to who who agree with that, it also appears that Johnny Depp is seen as a sex symbol of sorts. He's an attractive dude. He's good at his art form. Um, do you think that these women would have been so quick to jump on his side had he have not been um, that attractive or that skilled? If he was you know, on the other end of that spectrum, would they have been so quick to... Because you and I both know attractive people get away with a lot more. Right, right, right. I, I, um, look, I, I'm going to go to this. I think at the end of the day, I don't know if it would have been as quick, but at the end of the day, I think that the, the favor would still have gone the way it went. And here's why. Number one, uh, Dana's doesn't uh, report any attraction towards him. You know, is not a big fan of him at all, right. and yet went that direction, my wife. Um, right. Two is, there's only one type of people that women hate more than men, and it's women. <laughs> so, 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 You're so dead on there is one, yeah. no, there is nothing more that a woman gets mad at than another woman that tries to, to take advantage of a situation unjustly. Yeah. Women do yeah. not like that, and 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 they do not like other women that lie because they know that their voice has to be heard when it's heard, right? So they do not like when women cry wolf because it's yeah. very important for women to be heard. And, and appreciated and believed so when women like this do this they know it hurts the cause they yeah. know it hurts the entire movement forward in progress that we've made so yeah i think in this case very different than like look and, and again we might get a little delicate here but this is we the middle we have said trinity you and i have both said that in minority groups it's important that it if, if someone within your minority group does something wrong, you have to hold them accountable because if you don't, you lose all validity. Like, for instance, yeah. there are people within the black community that have committed crimes. And then you hear our black friends like want to go against them, but publicly they won't because it's like, you know, you got to back the brother up because, you know, and it's like, look, I get it. But but if you're not honest about it and you don't and you don't and you don't cut that dude off and say, no, 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 look not all black people are like this. So let's separate the good, the bad and the ugly. Right. But if you defend them all as if they're all innocent, you lose your validity. And so to a lot right. of people, they feel that way. Right. Like uh, this, sure. uh, Jesse Smollett still was not, you know, treated. We feel like a certain way. Right. Uh, Bill Cosby right. may not have been treated a certain way. These are people that, they, that we felt did some really horrible things. Right. Um, and so with women, they don't play that game. Women, women do not follow that line. Women do cut you off as a woman if you're wrong, which I think yeah. is a beautiful thing. And I think everyone should be mindful of that. You don't always have to defend somebody just because they look like you, sound like yes. you have the same beliefs of you or, or follow your gender lines. That, that, that's not how it's done. Guilt is guilt is guilt. And, and, and trash is trash is trash. And you should always throw out the trash. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't need to unite with them.
Yeah, my so wife I, was I, very I anti. That way was the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife was very anti Amber Heard, by the way. Right, right. You know, so yeah, yeah, mine, mine too. Um, and so, and, and we didn't know anything about her, you know. But I, you know, uh, right. I thought it was funny because at first my wife was like Johnny Depp, and she was like, like, uh, and so my kids were like, "Well, have you even <laughs> heard the case and watched the case?" So she had nothing. She was already trashing Johnny Depp just for being Johnny Depp, right? Because she thinks he's a little, he's just not. She, he's not the masculine man she's used to. You follow what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So my wife was already like, he's like, I'm kidding. So anyway, so, so, uh, she, uh, but then she started, you know, hearing parts of the case and then uh, he, he, pretty quickly she was like, oh man, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, and she flipped side. So, so uh-huh. anyway, um, so that's, that's the update on that. Um, is there another update uh, that we need to give? Um, that, uh, not that, that I can think of at the moment. All right. So, uh, so then on to one of the biggies. What? Go ahead. I mean, just, unless we, we want to mash a little bit of sports into it, I think uh, Boston won Game One last night against the Warriors. Yeah, and there's like twenty six three pointers or something in the first half. I definitely was a Celtics uh, lover back in the day when I used to like NBA and watch NBA. Um, but uh, since I don't watch NBA and don't like it anymore, um, I really don't care, Trinity. <laughs> I just it came up on my phone, so it, it became one of those sports that it's more about the individuals than the team. So it's like. Yeah. It's all about individual players for me now in basketball. It's, uh, it's about still, a social cause all the time too. So, yeah, and and uh, you know, um, so it's it's just it's not for me anymore. Uh, but anyway, so 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 since we're talking basketball, LeBron James, uh, the most iconic basketball figure in our game at the moment, right? Uh, yeah. Some put him ahead of Michael Jordan, and many of us, like you and I, we don't. Uh, <laughs> no. But there's, a, I mean, that's the discussion, though, right? Because younger uh, people yeah. never, never saw Michael Jordan play, so all they get is highlight reels. So to them, yeah. Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali were at the same time, you know. So, so they don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't understand the, uh, the, 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 the uh, I guess the, the awe that we were all in when Michael Jordan used to right. play. Uh, but so LeBron James became the first billionaire Trinity while playing, while still yeah. playing basketball. <clears throat> Yeah, I think uh, Jordan became a billionaire after he got done playing, and I want to say Magic Johnson is also in the billionaire category. I think I don't remember. Um, I would but hope so. I th- hope they so. both did it after playing. LeBron is the first active player on an NBA roster that is also wow. a billionaire. I mean, that's a that's a billionaire. Lot <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a different level of and money. He's still playing. He's yeah, still playing. like yeah. Yeah, that's that's a weird dynamic, right? Can you imagine going to work at a place that you were richer than everybody in the building? Like that's a, that's a weird dynamic to show up to. Wow, no, richer than the building. <laughs> yeah, like you can buy the building. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's 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 insane, Trinity. The fact that uh, that he's yeah. a billionaire. I, I, yeah. Isn't this an individual that is that that has causes, right? So I mean, like yeah. people should be like all over me, like, hey, uh, Mister Man. <laughs> right you know what i mean i mean really i mean a billion dollars i mean you could do a lot of good with a billion dollars um and he has done some good like i don't know all of the details but i know like in akron he's put up a, a school there to like help out some kids like, like that yeah, yeah I, I think um i don't know man I, lebron is an interesting figure man he really is um he's very polarizing um in a way that i don't know if very many other people have been as far as sports figures hmm. because hmm. there's been polarizing sports figures but for him it's just weird because a lot of people love him and a lot of people hate him but not necessarily because of his basketball acumen right like 
Right. For the game right. of basketball, many people like him because he's all around. Many people didn't like him because he wasn't clutch. And early on, he's lost X amount of championships. So there's, that's a debate. But then out, so off the court, there's also a debate with he could do more. But then there's other people who don't like the fact that he speaks out on certain things. Like there was a right, right. there's a lot of stuff that he received from the hypocrisy of him speaking out against social injustice. But then he refused to talk about China, mainly because China has got really deep ties with the NBA. So would become affected, a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, when it affected his pocket, suddenly he doesn't have much to say. And I think that rubs some people the wrong way. Other people don't like his right. stances. Like, I know he made fun of uh, Kyle Weatherman, or not Kyle Weatherman. Um, Ooh, oh hey, God. don't get on uh, my driver. No, the other Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse were crying okay. on the stand, even though he was found innocent of the charges. Uh, there was right. never a backtrack. Right. It was kind of a rude thing to do. Um, so he's, and then the, the decision, right. of course, we can't forget that. Um, so it's weird. Like he gives a lot of reasons to not like him, but they feel somewhat right. petty because he also does a lot of really good things. Like it's never come right. out that he's been hitting on his wife or cheating on his wife. Um, it's never come out that he's got like, you know, a DUI or the, so like a lot of the standard things that people wait, don't wait, wait, like. Wait, 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 come on, come on, come on. Are you saying that things cause he has those things or are you saying those things because he has avoided from being guilty of those things? I think he's, from what my understanding is, he's avoided being guilty of them. To where right, so a he's, lot never, of your, he's never had a DUI, is what you're saying. He's never had a DUI. From what I know, yeah. And and so, okay. and that's right. not the norm, right? Like, there's a lot right. of athletes that do get into those predicaments and, and do some of those right. things. I just want to make sure because uh, when you said it, 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 it kind of sounded like maybe he did those things and was getting away with it. But, but oh, that's no, not no. What you're saying. No, okay, my good. point is, like, he's managed to not be in all these, like, controversies. So, yeah. Right. It's weird when people right. hate on him, but I understand it, right? Like it's it's an interesting dynamic right. with him, and spe like you know, specifically I, him. I, I look here's where I take issue. I think that when you're a leader of men, and when you're uh, you know you got that much influence, unfortunately, responsibility comes with influence, man. It just does, whether you like yeah. it or not. We learned you know, that with Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley, said, Charles Barkley. Right, right, right. We learned that, and then Charles Barkley learned that. He learned that lesson. Uh, he learned to play ball. That's why he's an announcer to this day, right? Yeah. Um, but the point is, is that when you're a leader of men and you cry injustice all the time, but you're a billionaire, right? Yeah. And he must have already been close to being a billionaire crying injustice. Look, this is a sport that at one time had no black people in it in my lifetime. Not, yeah. not in, not in Death Valley days, you know, in my lifetime, in my lifetime, there were no black players in my lifetime. Yeah. They were, they were, they were not paid, not even even close to the same is a white player yeah since my like high school days and now here we are in my lifetime i am seeing a player a black player become a billionaire playing that sport so when i hear that there's injustice within the sport or the ownership of the sport or in what they do with their money uh you know we've heard all of that stuff um yeah or how they're treated it's like brother why don't you instead promote the advancements in this country of the black and brown people we have had so many great advancements and the the white people that are on earth now have given us so much and have accepted us in so many ways uh and have appreciated us in so many ways that 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 the, the ones that don't are dying let them die off yeah don't try to wake them up and 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 push people to to join their cause that has been a dying cause by saying, "Oh, we're still in the exact same," but we're not in the exact same boat. Are we all the way where we need to be? No, but we're never going to be all the way where we need to be because we're not like that towards them. 
Not all of us that are black and brown appreciate anyone else other than black and brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so if we can't do it within our community, how do we expect them to do it from their community? And this isn't our community. So that's where I have taken issue. I think that I think that someone like that could 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 take a stance where needed, but when you're not in the same world as Muhammad Ali, you don't need to play that role. Muhammad Ali did it in a time where he was a hundred percent correct for how we did it and what he did. And he took a lot of flack for it, man. Muhammad Ali took a lot of flack for it, but yeah. man, you got to admire the stance that Muhammad Ali did. And I don't think LeBron lives in the Muhammad Ali's world. I don't think LeBron no. lives in a Muhammad Ali society. So to me, it's nowhere near the same. So if you're going to speak about injustice, at least also mention the justice, at least also mention the other side. And I think that's where we're wrong in today's world. I think in today's world, I think like we're called we the middle. I think you've got to ride that middle track and appreciate both sides because then you have more validity and can bring more people to at least hear you. Because I think he has a lot of important things to say. And I, I for one, think he's going to do a lot of great things after basketball. As long as that anger that we sometimes see in him doesn't continue. But here's what I do like about him. He could have a horrible day and know that the media is going to rag on him and say a lot of crap to him. And he still sits in that chair and takes their questions and still responds. It may not always be what we want to hear, and he may not always be as loving when he answers, but he still sits there and answers it. And so you got to believe that as maturity continues and as he gets older and uh, no longer has to go out there and, and, and be the leader of those men, uh, that hopefully he could be the leader of all men instead of just some type of man. Because right now, uh, that's the way he positioned himself. Like he's only the leader of some type of person. Um, and I think that's the difference between him and a Jordan, where I think Jordan just made us all feel good, uh, regardless of how he believed. I don't think anyone knew Michael Jordan's political beliefs. We didn't need well, to. We didn't knew. watch Michael Jordan because of his political beliefs. We watched him because of his basketball skills and, 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 and just how awesome he was. And I think that's the difference. Well, we knew a Jordan in, in what, what do uh, we know? Was it in Carolina? I think it was. They got mad at him for not supporting one of the people running for, I think it was governor. Um, and his answer was Republicans buy shoes, too. And so Jordan took a very business midline approach. He wasn't trying to upset anybody. Although recently, I think it was like last election, he did contribute financially to one of the sides. But um, yeah, I I think so. Full disclosure, I'm a Jordan fan. I mean, that's my dude. I grew up watching him. To me, he's the greatest ever to play for various reasons. Whatever, man. Whatever, dude. Like that. I don't forgive you for that, by the way. Um, It was a beautiful moment, Trinity. For me, full disclosure also, I, I was a LeBron fan. Like, I really liked watching him play when he came into the league. Um, yeah. He was just so much bigger, faster, just better than everybody on the court. Like, it was obvious within, like, first minute, he was just better than everybody. Right. Um, and he's he's done things. I mean, he was in – my son is now uh, 11 years old. And do you realize that his entire life, other than, like, the last two years, LeBron's been in the finals? So if my son – paying attention heavily to basketball, he would think LeBron being in the finals is just part of the deal. Like, that's just what happened. Because every year my son has been alive on this planet, LeBron has been in the finals. Uh, So is Tom Brady. (laughs) So is Tom Brady. (laughs) No, he's missed a few. But my point is, um, you know, I can't deny what LeBron has done to the game. and what It's amazing. I've been a big fan. Uh, I didn't care when he did the decision thing. Like, it didn't bother me. Because I figured, you know, he can only air it if people are willing to pay him to air it. So, it, like right. to me, I think that was a combined thing. Um, I didn't, I didn't get upset with that the way other people did. <clears throat> Where I take exception with LeBron, um, 
what has started to rub me the wrong way with him is all off the court. I don't like his tweets. I don't like the stance he takes on many social issues. Um, he seems to talk first, think, think last, like with the Howard Hittenhouse thing. I don't know of anybody who could watch that who's a reasonable person who knows anything about the law that didn't know right off the bat that that was going to be the verdict that came out. Um, but instead, he like made fun of them for crying on the stands and everything else. Yeah. Like He's very pro-black no matter what they did and very anti-white, it seems. And he's also... Well, I, and once again, this is just my take on things. Uh, I also don't like his victimhood. Like, you know, woe me. People don't like me. I've had a harder time because, bro, you're a billionaire. And, like, everybody loves you. Like, you're talked about universally. There's white kids all across the world who have pictures of you on their wall. Like, yes, just stop. Like, I don't yeah. like it feels disingenuous when you're trying to play that card with me. Like, you're not acknowledging the, the honesty of the situation. Yeah. So, for me... I don't hate him. I mean, I don't know him enough to hate him or love him. Um, I do know that I don't pay as much attention to him as I once right. did. Like, I was always very concerned about, like, I wanted him to win rings. I'd watch his playoff games, his finals games. Right. Um, I knew some of his stats. And as the time is gone, those have waned for me. Like, I don't pay as much attention anymore. I don't really – I kind of skip over some of it. And that's not just him. That's basketball as a whole, really. Uh, right. But him specifically, right. too. Um, but – I, you know, congratulations. You know, you're a billionaire. I think that's a milestone. I mean, good yeah. for you. Like, I'm not going to hate on somebody for making right. money, <clears throat> but I'm right. just not as much of a fan as I once was. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and, and my final words on that is, is LeBron, congratulations. I mean, you got FU money. You got more than <laughs> yep. FU money. Um, now, here's my only issue with that. And I'll leave you with this, Mr. James, is that just because you have FU money, don't rile up the troops and because they don't have FU money. So they don't have the privilege that you have. You have special privilege, LeBron. You have more privilege than probably 99% of the people on this earth. Okay. So understand yeah. that there's a lot of responsibility that comes with privilege. So if you're going to point your finger at anybody else that you believe has privilege, not as much as you, man, not as much as you. And, and, and let me tell you something with that privilege comes a lot of responsibility. And that means if you rile up troops that don't have your privilege, you're going to put them in situations that that, that they can't handle, they can't get themselves out of, and they can't afford to have those problems that, that they may feel like they can do because you're inspiring them to do that, but they can't afford the consequences. You can't. So that, that I think that comes with leadership. I think that comes with maturity. I think that comes with privilege is you got to realize right. that you might rile up troops that can't afford to fight the fight that you're fighting. So if you do it, do it responsibly. Uh, I do believe in you. I do believe that you will make the right decisions as a mature older man. I think uh, right now you're caught up a little bit in the NBA and what NBA has to do to please uh, certain other countries and, and, and people. Uh, but once you're out of that, I, I, I fully believe that you can, you can uh, do what needs to be done. Uh, and, and if you're going to hold people accountable, hold all people accountable, regardless of color. Uh, you, you, that's just the way it's got to be done to, to be a good man. I think that's what you have to do. You know, um, you know, I, I, I treat all types of people. I don't just treat Latinos. I treat when when you call me and you need help for drug or alcohol problems, I'll, I'll treat anybody. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, what color you are. And I think that, that there's a responsibility that comes with that. I think that was a reason that I didn't open a, a Spanish only practice. I didn't want to be that guy. You know, there's people that do that. Good for them. I wanted to I wanted to treat all people, uh, be part of every community, not just just not just the community I was born and raised in. So anyway, that's the, that's the LeBron thing. Now, uh, on to the big one, Trini. <laughs> <laughs> which they are going to be connected pistolas pistolas yes. guns yeah we talked about this yeah. with texas valdi um 
and then Tulsa happened. Um, you know, here's one issue that has not been uh, uh, politicized by race, uh, probably because Texas shooter was a Latino and the uh, the Tulsa shooter was a black man. So those specific ones, maybe not. At least those, these two it, didn't turn it, into race issues. Yeah, those two. Yeah, the issue right. itself has many times. Right. Okay. But uh, but let's talk about guns. Guns as the issue all by itself. Guns. Now, last week we talked about mental health being an issue, and 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 again, just to to clarify some things, we didn't we didn't mean uh, that uh, the diagnosed mental health issues. We meant everybody has mental health issues. That's right. Everybody, all of us yeah. have mental health issues. It means all yeah. of us can pop off of it at any time, but none of us believe that uh, if we can't feel free to go get diagnosed and we can't feel the freedom to go to a psychiatrist or a therapist and, and maybe get diagnosed that that's somehow going to affect our, our, our second amendment rights. Then a lot of people aren't going to go get diagnosed. A lot of people aren't going to go get drug and alcohol treatment. A lot of people are not going to get treatment for depression, anxiety disorders, bipolar disorders, you know? So I hear what you're saying, when it says, you know, you want more regulation of mental health issues and the people with mental health, mental health issues shouldn't have guns. But in these particular cases, do you know for sure that these people were already previously diagnosed? Would that have prevented these cases? Or are you just saying some of this stuff because that was already your belief to begin with? And anytime a shooting happens, you just simply spout off the same exact objection to it. You know, um, do you believe in in guards, guns, with large magazines shouldn't be out there or do you just really don't want any guns to be out there and if that's your stance then be honest about it you know don't try to hide behind uh the the evil word of uh, assault rifle when an ar-15 is not an assault rifle um don't hide behind large magazines because people can still get fentanyl they can still get drugs so guess what they're still going to be able to get whatever magazine uh, whatever clips they want if they want a clip that can hold 100 rounds they're going to buy a clip that holds 100 rounds the same way people get fentanyl heroin cocaine crack meth and anything else you want. Just the same way, like me as a 12 year old was able to get alcohol. It was illegal. I was able to get it, you know? So, so, so you're not going to prevent people from getting what they want. So what are you really asking for? So this is where we're at Trinity, but guns is, is, is a topic. It's, we got to talk about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, um, first and foremost, I'm really tired of people trying to simplify it. You know what I mean? Like when I'm watching the, sh the news or I'm, okay. I'm hearing people debate about it, I'm really tired of people just, simple oversimplifying this and, and making it just a black and white type of issue and i don't mean black and white as far as race i mean black and white isn't either here or here like guns or no gun like it's not it, it's not that simple it just isn't it's a very complex issue no. um because you do have things right. like mental health you do have like even this like i hear all the time now um you hear a plethora of instances where each one of these gunmen like acted up beforehand and some of them are major and some of them not so much, but how many people have you met in your life, you know, in your personal life? I don't mean professionally, just people, you know, that, that maybe did something that was a little like uh, a little sketchy. Um, did you immediately go turn that person in and be like, Oh no, you're no, no we, we're humans, dude. We pop off. Sometimes we have volatile moments in our lives and we're, we know that. So we're very reluctant then to like throw somebody under the bus every time they have a volatile moment. So, like, right now, my son will rage out sometimes if he's playing a video game. So does that mean when he's 30 years old and, and shoots somebody that now we're going to, it's my fault because at eight years old, ridiculous to, to think it's that black and white because it's not. Human beings are very complex creatures, and our brains are ridiculously complex. And they're volatile. They change. We're a warring species. 
Look at any period in our human history, and you're going to find war and violence. That's right. just part right. of it, dude. We're very combustible right. as a species. So to think no. that that goes away, like we have this illusion of civilization, right? Like it wasn't that long ago, man, when we were running around as cavemen and cavewomen out there doing things. Like we act like it was like so long ago and so far removed from us, but you see instances of that happen all the time. I remember back when Hurricane Katrina hit, when it hit New Orleans, that place devolved into, you know, Lord of the Flies almost instantly. Yeah. And it wasn't like a nationwide thing. Like they knew the rest of the country was going on as business as right. usual, but they right. still turned into Lord of the Flies. Like, so it's our nature to be volatile as a species. And mm. so to think though, that you can just make a rule and that's going to suddenly stop things, or it's that simple. I just think it does. It's a little disingenuous, man. It really is. And it's, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna achieve the desired results. Right. So, the idea that you just make it illegal. Well, drugs are illegal. We have 103,000, you know, uh, overdose deaths last year alone. Yep. And it didn't stop them. Um, every shooting that I've seen so far has been in a gun-free zone. You can't have guns on school campuses. You can't have them in schools or uh, hospitals. And yet that's where the last two shootings happened. So there's already a law in place. Right. Uh, background checks. There's already background checks. They're just not, you know, a, like they're not applied correctly. So, like, the rules that we already have are not enforceable as it is. Right. So this right. idea that more rules is going to, like, no, if you're not following the rules, does it matter if you're breaking one or 50? Like, it doesn't matter. Right. So, and, um, go ahead. And I don't, <clears throat> no, what I was going to say is, Trinity, I mean, you, all right, so let's, let's break some of this down to what you're saying, because sure. let's start with gun rules. I don't think that the average person even knows the gun laws in their area. Probably not. No. Right. I mean, put it in, in this. Why, this is why I'm saying it. I don't know the requirements to have a CDL license. Do you know why? Because I don't have a CDL license. You know right. who does know all of the requirements to have a CDL license? <laughs> a Char person with a CDL license. Exactly. Yeah. So 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 my point is, is that the people who know the gun laws the best are the people that actually abide by them and they're gun owners. And they're the ones that say, yeah. hey, we do agree that some of these restrictions should be in place however that would not have prevented this scenario because the gun yeah. laws that were in place either would have or even if they were in place and abided it wouldn't have prevented this particular scenario so i guess the real question is yeah. trinity is are we just spouting off because it's painful to watch people senselessly die from a gun and if and if, and, and, and that is the truth right isn't the truth that we're just we just hate seeing people die senselessly and so we yeah. look for something to blame like what what is it that we can focus on because we need we need the bad guy right we need the person with the black hat right we need the cowboy with the black hat so we can say that's the outlaw and, and in this case we don't have it we don't have a defined outlaw right because it's not a white issue it's not a black issue it's not a hispanic issue this is an american issue right we shoot a lot of people in this country we just do so what since we don't have a bad guy, we go to what's next. What is it they're using? Oh, they're using a gun. So that's why we focus on guns, right? So so isn't that why we focus on gun regulation and stuff? Because we're trying to find the common denominator and just simply can't in humans? Um, yeah, I mean, the only other common denominator that I've seen, um, and, and even then I would be reluctant to say it's the overwhelming majority only because – data can be skewed and right mm -hmm. now our only references are the ones that have been publicized 
because um, oh. there's been over 200 shootings or mass shootings this year alone, and it's only June. Um, but not all 200 of them have been on the news. Um, so I'm not familiar with all the data from all of them, but I know the ones that are publicized are usually men. That's the only other common denominator that I've seen. So and let's just throw part, all men in jail. Yeah, I think part of that is because men are mm -hmm. more. What I would say though is the question is, why are men more prone to violence? Like, what is what about our society is is causing that to happen? And that goes back to last week about we need to do things differently. But mm -hmm. as far as a gun is concerned, I, I see what scares the hell out of me. To be honest with you, and I said this I think last week, and I'm gonna I want to keep repeating it until somebody hears me. Uh, what scares the hell out of me is I remember when I was in school in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, pipe bombs were like all over the place. Like every week my school was being evacuated to look for a bomb. I was watching on the, the local news. There was always pipe bombs found. Um, and that was prior Internet. So people just didn't know what they were doing. Fast forward to now. The Internet is a lot more efficient. <laughs> if I wanted to learn how to make a bomb, I could guarantee you I could find it within minutes. Um, the, the Boston marathon bombing, you know, was an example of a, it's, it's doable and B it's effective. And so <clears throat> what worries me is if we cramp, clamp, uh, uh, clamp down so hard on some of these firearms, then I don't think that you're going to change the behavior as far as the choices that they make. I think you're just going to change the apparatus that they use. And I personally, I would much rather go against a, a known gunman that is somewhere firing that I can hear and I can potentially run than just be sitting there minding my business. Next thing you know, a bomb goes off and we're all dead. Like, you know, and I, and the idea that they're not going to just switch apparatuses, I think is a little short-sighted. I don't think people realized that. And that's why we talked about mental health last week. <clears throat> the, the anger, the rage, the frustration, the despair, all those things that go into right. making the decision to go hurt somebody else. I think that that mentality is unaffected by what apparatus I can use. I think that mentality is going to be there. Yeah. And when you make that decision, you're going to look at what you have access to and you're going to use the most effective tool. Right. And and, and I, I completely agree with you. And, and it's funny that you mentioned pipe bombs because I don't think I ever shared with you. Uh, I was involved with two pipe bomb incidences, actually. Um it's weird that you said that because I hadn't even thought about those two situations in forever. Um, and that actually happened. Um, now, I guess what I'm, what I'm thinking here, Trinity, is that, um, you know, when you're in a fight, you know, and, and, and you feel helpless or like you're losing or you're just out of control, you're going to you're going to bite, you're going to scratch, you're going to use whatever's around you um to win the situation and there's no difference yep. when you're in a lot of pain when you're in a lot of pain and you just don't want to live or you don't care about the life of yourself or the those around you you're going to use whatever there is around you and i think um i think that's kind of both sides are using that but one side is using it to the point that says yeah but at least if they pop off they're not going to hurt as many people um it's not going to be as devastating and and you might have a point there uh, that it's not going to be as devastating for more people, but it's still going to be devastating for the people that did get hurt. So it's really not resolving the issue. And like Trinity said, the bomb, the bombs will devastate a lot of people. Guess what else will poison? Um, poison will devastate a lot of people. Uh, I think there's a lot more mass 
killers out there that we don't know about because it's not as obvious as a gun, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think it's well, ridiculous, and, and, uh, ridiculous to believe that only guns have been used to hurt a large group of people. Well, statistically, too, though, uh, the majority of deaths a year that happen from firearms are from handguns, not high capacity rifles. I think it's some. I think it's like not even close. I think it's like fifty nine percent or something. I think we're talking about country. though in one situation though. You know what I mean? Like, sure. like if I if I go into a, to a crowded situation with a revolver, for instance, you know, like uh, you know, uh, it, it's either a five shot or six shot, right? Um, whereas then, once you I've add a clip those. to it, you got sure. more. I've seen those, but those t people typically have five or six of them then already loaded. Right. So like and, that's my point. Correct. Was widow's right. will there is correct. a way. <laughs> Amen. And 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 so I think that when people say, to be honest with you, Trinity, when I hear people uh, speak on the guns issue and they are saying we got to do something about guns, I think what they're really saying is we just got to get rid of all guns. I I really do. I and, and I know they're they're, yeah. they're they're not saying that's what they're saying, and they're promising that's not what they're saying, and they're trying to ease the other side by saying, oh, we don't want to take away your guns, we just want more regulation. But I think really, really, really though. I think you really are saying that. I, I really do. I'm sorry if you're one of those people, but I really think you're just thinking that nobody really should own one. And why do they? I agree one? with you. I think that's what they're they're getting at because if they do all these these uh, laws that they want in place, they're not going to work. You and I both know that because um, <clears throat> if laws worked, we wouldn't have any crime. We wouldn't have any drugs. Like they they don't work. Um, then their next guess is going to be to further restrict it and further restrict it, and just going to keep moving that line to eventually just nobody should have them. And then. And the countries that they point to that don't have the gun violence, they all have one thing in common. Most of them don't have guns. Like, you're not even allowed to have them. Um, and, and so I think when you use that as your basis for your rules, that, 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 I think that's your end goal. And, and let's, 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 let's look at what's happening in the world, to be honest with you. Look, we in this country have the privilege of not feeling like we have to have weapons, right? But that's only because a lot of you feel very comfortable with our military and feel very comfortable with our law enforcement. You feel so comfortable with them, even though you attack them, you attack our law enforcement, you attack our military, but you must feel very comfortable with them to not want weapons because we're watching a country like Ukraine right now get attacked. And what are we doing? We're buying weapons and giving it to the everyday <laughs> average person. So as we're in this country going, we don't need AR-15s. And we don't need guns. We're giving them actual automatic weapons, actual assault rifles and weaponry. Why? Because they need to defend themselves. And so the, a lot of the people in this country, what you're not you know, uh, allowing yourself to know is you're judging a lot of people in this country that don't have the same faith as you do. They've been in combat. A lot of these people have been in combat or have family relatives that have been in combat. So when they come back here, they're never going to be without weapons again. They don't ever want to be in the same situation as the country that they just invaded or were a part of that war. So when they come here, they want to make sure they're prepared so that if this country ever falls, the way those countries that they went out and protected us for fell, they want to be secure here. And how can we blame them? You kind of just realize that people. What? You just kind of opened the door to the transition that I was wanting to make before we got on air, by the way. Okay, about, go ahead. I, I mean, it's right in front of our face because you're talking about the hypocrisy of of saying no but sending it to other people they the 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 hypo the hypocritical issue that i have a problem with that you and i talked about prior to is in the same show that we're talking about guns being a problem and we got to do this we got to do that 
there's a man who we talked about earlier in the show that plays a child sport that is now one of the richest people on the planet. And all he's done is play a child sport. That's how he's come to notoriety. So I think as a society, we say one thing, but when you look at our behavior, it says another. Like through our behavior, that's not where we put our attention. We don't put our attention and, and our vote and our money behind the things that actually make a change in this world that we want to see. We don't put it behind teachers. We don't put it behind firefighters. We don't put it behind police officers. We don't put it behind mental health professionals. We put it so wait, behind people wait who, a minute, who entertain us. So are you saying there's no <laughs> mental health professionals that have made a billion dollars being a mental health professional? Just being no. a mental health professional? Okay. No. Are you saying there's no teachers, Trinity, that have that have made a billion dollars being a teacher? No, I'm saying that everybody knows that if you want to be rich, oh. don't go into those professions. Oh, 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 I'm just I'm just making sure that's what you said, because, yes, you're 100 percent right. And then the person that allows you to be so safe and comfortable and not needing a gun in your house because you're safe. Are you paying the police officer a billion dollars? Are you paying the military family a billion dollars? No. The only reason you can feel comfortable with not having any guns around is because you have people like that that are sacrificed. People like my father who sacrificed his life in our entire world was upside down for 25 years, man, because my dad was out there protecting people like you who was able to sit there and say, nobody needs guns. Now, my dad is not a gun owner, does not like guns, does never want guns. But my dad knows the system that's in place to protect us from that and feels comfortable in that military system that he is no longer a part of. But what I'm saying is there's other people that don't feel as secure. And I'm yeah. glad you brought that point up, Trinity, about about that we're hip hypocritical because we are. You know, well, it's I easy mean, for us. It goes even deeper. A, well, it's easy for a politician to say, you know, let's get rid of guns. But all the security around them that's guarding that same politician that's out there saying yeah. get rid of guns has armed security all around them. Well, it just makes me want to call bullshit because right. we say that we don't want gun violence. We say that we don't want unnecessary violence. We say that it's important to us and we care about these things. And yet, right. if you just look at the masses, if you look at the data, mm. the people who get all of our money are the people who entertain us. And then half of the people, if not more, that entertain us are entertaining us through violent movies, violent TV yeah. shows, like that we are obsessed with violence as a species right. like to pretend right. that we're not is just bullshit and so yeah. it's like they're talking out of both sides of their mouth the same person that says that you know we shouldn't have you know violence is bad and we should have our teachers and blah 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 and all these other things will then get into their car with their security detail and go watch a violent movie you know yeah. so it's just like bullshit dude <laughs> stop yeah. that, that is the hypocrisy top gun yeah. just made a bunch of money <laughs> top gun is not about peace they're they're military war weapons they're 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 weapons designed to kill massive amount of people or things very quickly and, and, and the that's chinese like, demanded that he take off the the the, the, the thing Korean on the jacket, back the yeah. jacket is the, not the same uh the taiwan flag i think yeah uh <clears throat> but that that's my that's what i have a hard time with is like we can't even be honest right like like it's it's like if i go home and tell my wife i love her but i slap her in the face what is she going to pay attention to? The fact that I slapped her or the fact that I said I loved her? So yeah. we as a country say that we care about these things, but yeah. look at who gets all of our money. Look who's yeah. the, the richest people out there. What what professions are the most successful and the most sought? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm in my kid's room right now. There's not a single poster of a Nobel Prize winner at the, at the moment. There's not a single poster of like a leading scientist who's changing the world or anything. 
my son's room, same thing. My son's got Fortnite and basketball and I think uh, Avengers or something. Um, And and that's not abnormal, right? Like that's just what we as a society have kind of like moved to. And so that has repercussions and ripple effect. And so if you're not interested in dealing with the cause of it, then just understand it's a cost of doing business, right? I, I hate to sound harsh that way, but it's like, you know, if you open up a store, right? Like every Walmart on the planet has loss prevention, but mm-hmm. every Walmart on the planet has an acceptable amount of loss. They just know they plan it into their books. People are going to steal. It's just part of it. They don't want people to, they've invested into certain security parameters, but they, everybody knows that if you steal, they're just going to let you walk out because it's not worth the time. That's just mm-hmm. an acceptable amount of loss for opening their store. Well, as a species, if we're going to continue to promote violent movies, if we're going to continue to 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 um, praise and 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 almost like create deities with these sports athletes and these actors and, and make, I mean, look, we, the whole world was captivated with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I'm sorry, they've done nothing to my life. Like I, my life has not been any better because the two of them exist. Have I enjoyed some of his movies? Sure, but that was like an hour of my life that I can get back. Um, so, but yeah, we were captivated by the two of them. Like we're so celebrity obsessed in this country and, and athlete obsessed. So like, if you're going to go that route, if you, and, and I've had people in my life, they're like, Oh, I love this person. And I like, but you don't even know them. You've never, you've right. heard their music. How do you, you know, you love them? Like look at Bill Cosby, look at what he was doing behind the scenes the whole time. So if we're going to continue to be obsessed with them, then the cost of doing business is you're going to have these repercussions. Yeah. And if you're not interested and getting rid if you're not interested in, in hand, having these repercussions, then you're gonna have to change the, the root cause of it. And if you're not interested in doing that, then be honest about it and just realize, you know what, it is what it is. Like, I'm not getting rid of my truck anytime soon. But my wife has an electric vehicle. Do I like global warming and climate change? No, but I'm not about to get rid of my truck right now. I'm just being honest. You know? Right. <laughs> so right. I, I yeah, think that- your your house is weird like that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're- you got you got a weird situation going on in your house because you got yeah. solar panels on your roof and you have yep. an electric car and then you pull up looking like truck. you do in your big ass yep. truck. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I, but I, that's the thing is I like don't I don't the, sit there and make the left foot has no footprint, <laughs> the right foot is a big old yeah. heavy footprint. <laughs> but I'm honest about it though, right? Like I'm I'm not going to sit there and try to tell people that they have right. to do this, they have to do. Right. No, I do what I can when I can, but I I I accept both right. sides of it. And, and I don't think that it's like they want their cake and they want to eat it too. Right. Like they want um, this peace, love and hair grease thing. They want like, you know, you know, kumbaya, but then they'll go, but they don't want to take away their violent movies or they don't want to like actually pay teachers or pay right. police officers. Like it's like, come on, man, you can't have them both. It, they, they both come at a cost. Which cost are you willing to pay? Mm-hmm. Right. They're both hard. Pick your heart. It's hard exactly. to watch people die from shooting. It is. It's hard. Exactly. Nobody wants to see that. But it's also hard to not want to go watch a movie that entertains me. So, like, right. which ones is it? You, you well, can't. Speak- you can't have both. We've proven that. Well, speaking of movies that entertain, look at look at Richard Coleman from uh, Facebook Live. <clears throat> uh, he put there, "How come we haven't seen any of the Giselle Maxwell, uh, Harvey Weinstein, or Kevin Spacey court cases? They are celebrities." Uh, I I just think because. It- was a bigger one in play i think we will now uh at least a little bit more um well, no, but but Giselle Maxwell there might be uh, for a while 
Uh, yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm surprised that one wasn't more because the the actual TV show that was on the the or the show that they made about the whole case was bigger yeah. than her than her court case. Yeah. Um, uh, the Harvey Weinstein. Uh, I think we know why. Uh, I think there's a lot of people in Hollywood that are involved in that. If that would open up, <laughs> yes. To be honest with you, I think if that Weinstein thing would really open up, um, I, I think a lot of people may go down. Uh, yes. in that I, I think Weinstein's going he I think he's taking the he's taking the the sword uh I guarantee yeah. you he's getting a lot of um uh, uh, I would say a lot of favors hidden <laughs> you uh, think? because there is no damn well that someone like Harvey Weinstein uh that the friends that he had and all the movies he did with all the the top-notch people he did that, that there's not other people involved in the same activities and he knows about it of course. he knows uh, where the bodies are buried right right and then kevin spacey uh i think because it's men on men uh men on men uh yep. and it's 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 just not sexy for us uh it's not something that we have shown to to care about uh as a country you know um you know and and i think that that might be the reason there and plus kevin spacey we like kevin spacey uh this country really likes kevin spacey um, I think we have a hard time accepting the fact that that one adult could do that to another adult, regardless of age of adult. Um, I think that if somebody comes out that's underage on the Kevin Spacey deal, maybe then. Uh, but unfortunately, we're in a country where men being sexually abused is not talked about a lot, uh, even though, uh, you know, there's been a lot of people that say there's actually more men sexually abused than women sexually abused at young yep. ages. Yet they don't come out. They don't come and say it. They don't talk about it. Um and to be quite honest, if if my abuser was a was a male, I probably would have never said it either. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I probably would have just kept that hidden. I mean, why come out and say it? You know, the only reason that that I'm I'm even comfortable and I'm being honest, the only reason I'm comfortable talking about it is because it's a woman. Uh, if it was a man, I, I I really don't believe that I would share it. Um, and then uh, he went on to say some other things. What, what, did, he, what did he say? Um, he says uh, we now celebrate a double standard in this country, which I believe will be our overall destruction. And they said, what's sexy about a couple doing drugs and abusing each other? It's fascinating. Come on, man. Do you really have to ask that question? It's, oh, it's drama. It, it's, sex, we, it's sexy. What, what we call sexy is not really sexy. We, we use the word like an adjective uh, to like, in other words, it's entertaining. That's that. Yeah, Trinity and everybody I, loves a good car crash. We mean entertaining. Yeah. Um, it's very entertaining. Uh, I think the whole world has been entertained by it. Um, they did both abuse each other. And, and you know what? Um, in a time where where uh celebrities control their output in other words the only thing we know about celebrities nowadays is what they allow us to know because they control their own media uh trump taught us that right trump controlled his yeah. his his narration right he controlled his what what he wanted to be said now after he said it then you can all have your opinions but at least he controlled you know what's going to be talked about when it comes to his face right well Every actor and entertainer now does that. They all have an Instagram. They all have a Twitter. They all control their their media attention. Uh, and so whenever you see them on regular TV shows being interviewed, it, it's boring because they have nothing new to share. There's nothing that they're now outing on The Tonight Show. The Tonight Show used to be what you would watch to see what they were going to say. What are they up to? We know what they're up to. Just follow their Instagram. Follow their Insta you know, follow their Twitter. You know what they're up to. There's no new news. So when you see them being interviewed, who cares? We we saw their videos from when they were at their mom's house or dad's house on vacation. Uh, you know, on Valentine's Day, Mother's Day. You know, there's there's nothing new. So to hear such drama play out in a court case, that's really the only place that we're now going to be able to see entertainers talk about things that they didn't want to talk about. 
being confronted with questions that they did not want to answer. Uh, they have to answer them in a court. So it's very interesting. You know, it, it, the other interesting fact here, and, and this is you and I haven't talked about this. It's literally impromptu because it's happening as I'm talking to you. Um, right. Another thing to me that shows the hypocrisy, right? Like we, I don't like the fact that we deny our human nature. Like anybody who's read or even watched, I guess, Lord of the Flies, like there's a reason why that book and that movie was so successful because it's it's real. Like I watch my own two kids who love each other, left to their own devices, they fight, they bicker. Like we're as a species, dude. That's what we are. We are a warring, conquering species. As I'm talking to you, I you know the you and I both have played. I continue, but you have stopped. You play the Viking raping and pillaging, but <laughs> I, uh, in Destiny is a game that that you know they just released some new stuff like last week, and right now there's a huge controversy, and I'm getting updates on my phone from the Twitter thing. Um, it's going to sound silly, but this is my point. They released some new things within the game. The developers themselves are getting death threats because the people didn't like what the changes were. So like they're they're like calling them out, sending them private messages about how they're going to kill them and all this other stuff. Wow! Like over a freaking video game, and it's a big deal right now. Like it's it's turning into a much bigger deal than we thought. But my point is, look at any YouTube comment section. You know, go go peruse Facebook and look mm -hmm. at the comment section. Like we are an aggressive, brutal species. Brutal. Dude. Yeah. So is it really any wonder that that? People take it to that next level and shoot somebody. Like, come on, man. We're all walking that fine line of will I or won't I. So right. uh, what is, I didn't yeah. mean to get to you. What am I saying is when we glorify the sin of abuse and drug use, the naive begin to find it acceptable and attention seekers. Yeah, I, I think that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, we got um, it. Yeah, we got your we got your point, Richard. We didn't we didn't take it like a negative personal or anything like that. Yeah, I think we understood that. You know, uh, you're right, Trinity. And, and, you know, the sad the sad thing is, is that you know, um, you know, just like like TikTok. TikTok is a great example. Like both <laughs> you and I use it in a very positive way, right? Yeah. Like like we get positive messages and stuff like that in TikTok. But um, there's others that will simply show the negative of humans and and like even like be harsh about it, like be really yeah. harsh about it. And they're very popular. Um, so yeah. it's it's one of those things that like you got to be honest with yourselves i mean we are hypocrites and we live love to live life hypocrites and at least we got to admit our hypocrisy i know i'm yep. a hypocrite i know in one in one side of my mouth i'll say one thing the other hand i'll be like ah but i like it you know what i mean like, yeah, that's just what it is. You know? yeah. yeah you gotta admit it and, and so since we the humans are like that um we have to understand that that when other humans do something so violating or so terrible that how do you predict that because here, here's the thing trinity the only way to predict it is to judge these individuals before they shoot, to judge them and you take away their rights prior to them committing an act of violence. Minority report. That may sound <laughs> that may sound good because, you know, we now know what they did. But do you do realize that there's a lot of people out there who've gotten their children removed from them that hate the system because of that? And some of them. It was wrongfully done. And some of them, you know damn why, yep. you know damn well why they took your kids. To other people, we know that they were incarcerated and we go, oh, they shouldn't have been incarcerated for such minor issues. But we know they, they caught you when you had only a joint in your band, not when you had five pounds. You know, they caught you <laughs> when you just had one line. They didn't catch you when you had the whole kilo. You know, in other words, sometimes people are caught when they don't have the real heaviness of the crime. 
and we defend them. We go, oh, they shouldn't be in jail for minor yeah. issues. They need to be free. They need to, yes, yes, yes. But what you don't understand is there's always something that happens prior, right? But yeah. how do we judge it? How do you can't out of one side of your mouth says, you look, we need to be more lenient towards any kind of legal offender. And we have a horrible legal system. So we need to let everybody free. And then on the other hand, go, yeah, but we should have known that they were going to be criminals and we should have took their rights away prior to them ever committing a crime. But you don't want us to 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 incarcerate or hold anyone accountable after they already did commit a crime. So how can you want us to hold someone accountable before they committed a crime? You do realize that you're saying this, right? You do realize you want us to now judge people who have yet to commit any action based on what you think their mental health issues are. That's called profiling, Yet by the way. We know people that were not profiling. They already committed an act of violence or committed an act against another person. But because it wasn't you, you go, oh, set them free because they didn't commit it against you. So you want them set free and and, and, and not held accountable. So, so that is one of those things. Hey, look, it's a difficult scenario. This is a difficult situation. But I think that's why we need to just go to the place and just understand we are in a world. It is volatile. It is not more volatile than than ancient days, though. <laughs> no, Dude, not even have close. You, have you studied history? This is not the Roman Empire days. There's not even half as much there's violence. Not, as the there's no public West. beheadings. <laughs> in the Wild West, everybody carried guns. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, all the public beheadings in, in France. Did you see what used to happen in France? The people used to gather to watch it. They used to throw yes. things at them as they're going yes. to get their head chopped off. Yes, and they used to gather here in the United States to watch public hangings here. This is not an American thing. This is not a white thing. This isn't an only here thing. This was done all over the world. We have a country the like Africa, which is still run in a lot of areas by warlords who are, are raping, pillaging, and killing entire tribes and towns where's where's the defense of them the oldest fossil ever found had an arrow in its back there you go <laughs> like, come on I mean, man we're humans this is what we do stop pretending like we're all real nice kittens we're not we're a bunch of freaking lions that's it some of us are more tame than others but we're not innocent little kittens and and by the way have you ever put a kitten on you have you ever had a little kitten in your hand <laughs> They're mean, uh, man. Those little kittens can become mean little bastards, man. They'll scratch yeah. the hell out of your face and your body. I mean, they'll they'll rip you to shreds. And then when they leave, you think it's done just with the cut. No, they gave you some sort of kitty litter in your in your freaking skin, and now yeah. you got some sort of virus or infection. It's ridiculous how much a kitten can actually hurt you. <laughs> yeah. That's the animal king. You know one Instagram thing that I like to follow? I don't know if you follow it, Trinity. One I really love to follow because it 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 shows human nature the way we should have learned human nature to begin with. And, and, you know, like the trials of life video showed you the niceness, even though it was kind of brutal, it still showed you the niceness, right. but it's nature is metal. That nature is metal on Instagram will show you the reality of, of, of nature in, in the way not filtered through the eyes of NBC, CBS, ABC. Uh, I just followed media. them. Nature is metal is real. And I love it because it's so real and raw and it doesn't show you the beauty of it. And it always explains it in, in a very concise way. So whoever put that together, good for you. You deserve all the followers and likes that you get because it's real. You know, I can't like it. It's not one of those that you go, Hey, I like the, I like the way that <laughs> that alligator just ate that little deer. You know, it's not something you like, but it's by watching it for me. 
it just keeps me understanding. It says whenever I want to put down another human for being human, I have to realize that we're all animals. I have to realize yeah. that we're all we're all of, of of some species, very very few little molecules different. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, that's the way I look at it. Look, Richard Coleman says, uh, he goes on to say, you can't predict it as a culture. You have to have a system of checks and balances that will deter it from happening. Yeah, that's the and, best and we can do. I, I think the we've best tried we that. can do. Right. We right. are a nation of laws, man. I mean, that's the thing. Right. Like, I, I do feel, though, that that's what I was talking about earlier. Is It feels as if we don't like it so much and we can't accept it that we want to, like, legislate it away. Right. And you can't. You're just you're not going to get rid of human volatility, it, because at the same token, it's that human volatility, which is why we're where we're at, right? That human volatility rose up and fought wars. That human volatility decided to look at an animal, kill it, and eat it. Like that human volatility, yeah, it sucks when it sucks, and it, and, it, and when it's taken out on people, which is why we have laws. Right. But it's also been great for you know moving us forward as a species so mm. you can't get rid of it you got to come to terms with it and i'm not saying that, that we don't feel bad and i'm not saying that we don't continuously progress and look for for ways of mitigating where we can but you got to get this idea out of your head that there's a sub zero out there because it's not if you're trying to get the zero it's never going to happen well, um, yeah, yeah, well, you can't take all the weapons around uh, away from the, the evildoers and you can't take the evil out of the evildoers. So the best thing you can possibly do is create a, 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 an understanding of circumstances and consequences. And you can do some preventative measures on the protection side, meaning, look, I can't go to a lot of areas with a gun. I can't go onto an airport with a gun like schools and hospitals. Yeah. So if I can't go into the airport with a gun, how come I can go into a school with one? You can't. Right. I can because well, there's no metal detectors. Yeah, I absolutely can. What I'm saying is we have the science and technology to monitor these things better prior. So let's put the focus on that. Let's put the focus on the same preventative measures that we've done at the airports, at police stations, at courthouses. You can't go into a courthouse. Even if you're going there to pay a ticket, you can't get in there with a gun. They got metal detectors. They got security. They got all that. So why don't we protect our children the way we protect them? Why don't we protect our businesses and stuff? like? That? So I think there's a if we're going to do things, there's other things that we can do to protect ourselves against the evildoers and the evil itself. But you're not going to take the evil out of somebody. You're not going to take the evildoers weapons away because they'll always come up with a new weapon. I mean, did you not read any superhero comics when you were young did you not see any superhero movies isn't the villain always looking for the next best weapon yeah. they always yeah. find another weapon no matter and, and I gotta, uh, no matter what well i gotta be honest man if i'm just you know using my uh, my powers of perception here um i would say if you matched up you know uh, together which one would be more effective at preventing more school shootings mm -hmm. uh, outline certain guns or putting metal detectors at the doors, I got to say metal detectors is probably going to win hands down because guns are already illegal to carry on there. So they've proven that they won't follow the rule. But mm -hmm. you, if you can't get in the door without passing through a metal detector, I think that's going to do a much better job at stopping school shooting. Yeah. Metal detector and security. Yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. that would do a much better job. Yeah. Our, our prisoners are more protected from the outside world. <laughs> yeah. No, our, oh, our, our precious athletes, because you can't go in to watch LeBron you know, be a billionaire on the court without going through a metal detector right. to prove that you don't have anything. That's right. But you can go see you little can. Johnny, you though. Can. Go for it. That's right.
That's right. And and, and let me tell you something. It's, it's so weird that, that, that I've never heard of a mass shooting in a prison system from a non-prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> I've never I've never yeah. heard of somebody breaking into a prison to shoot a bunch of prisoners. Ever. That's what I mean. Ever. That's my hypocrisy, though. That, that's what I'm talking about. It's like LeBron will have a ton of security at the arena. They have cops. They pay off-duty mm-hmm. cops to right. stand around the court to protect right. these right. precious, right. precious athletes. These athletes right. are such a small commodity. They're so pr- we need right. them now. Kids, and, ah, screw them. Just let let anybody and, go in there. And Trinity, and to the, our point, and to our point that we mentioned yeah. earlier, at every location where there's metal detectors or armed guards. It's never a gun that commits the violence. It's a bomb. Yeah. It's yeah. a vehicle with bombs in it or hidden bombs or a suicide bomber. Is it not? Yeah. So much. in other words, if they want to kill a lot of people and can't do it with the gun, they did it with bombs. They But they still did it. Yep. Right? That's, that, that's the point. The point is, is that when someone wants to commit murder and mayhem, they will figure it out. They'll do it another way. Those kids that did it at the Boston Marathon, they didn't use an AR-15. They didn't use an assault rifle. They didn't use a gun. They used homemade bombs. To be honest with you, it wouldn't have been as devastating had they used like a handgun. It actually would have been better for more people had they used a gun as opposed to a bomb. Like less people would have died. There would have been less carnage. So I I think that's the point. I see. I think there's just bad people out there that are, that are, yep. that, have, that have somehow something happened to them along the way. They either got manipulated or hurt, suffer some sort of PTSD or trauma, uh, or maybe maybe some genetic malfunction. I don't know. But the point is, is that we can't we can't find them all without judging them, and we can't hold them accountable prior to them committing something because that's just goes against the rights and that goes against who we are and what we are. So we can't do that. Is in America. But what we can do is we can protect ourselves better. And I think that's what we all do at our homes, right? I mean, I'm I'm gonna guess that at least 90% of the people watching or listening to this have locks on their doors. I'm just gonna I guess would, I would I would concur with that assessment. And I and I'm gonna guess that all the brand new cars, at least 90% of the brand new cars have automatic locks and alarms nowadays. You don't even have to buy them separately anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. You know what I mean? Like we we yeah. do these things. We protect ourselves. We lock our doors. We 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 hide behind. Look, I have armed. I, I don't know if they're armed. These people can't be armed in my neighborhood. Uh, but 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 <laughs> but they're, but they're security. They're they're nine one one callers. Is what we have. We have nine one one callers. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, in my neighborhood, riding around in their little golf carts. You know, we have security. I I, I am behind a gate. It's a gated community. Um, you know, you you do these things. It makes you feel good. You know, whatever makes you feel good. But I got to admit, I feel comfortable walking around here at night. I can go anywhere at night. I feel comfortable with my wife coming in here at night. I feel comfortable with it. Is it a false sense of security? Probably somewhat. Because if somebody really wants to do harm, trust me, they're going to be able to do it. But the crime in my neighborhood is a hell of a lot less than the crime in the neighboring neighborhood that doesn't have any of that. And just one neighborhood over. That's it. And I know that because on the next, next door app, I can see all the things that happen. Close by, <laughs> none of that stuff is happening in my neighborhood. So it works. So instead of talking about let's get rid of guns, 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 and 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 all the mental health people shouldn't have guns, and anyone with a diagnosis shouldn't have guns. Listen, listen, listen. Just protect yourself in the ways that you can. If you live in a neighborhood that can't have, because uh, I know what some of you are saying. Oh yeah, that's because you could live in that neighborhood. You know what? You can do it. 
Because you know how this stuff started? It started with neighborhoods. It started, you know how gangs started? It started with, we're going to protect ourselves against the Navy guys that are coming. So the Mexican gangs are actually started from, you know, making sure that all the Navy guys down there in San Diego, when all the, the, the American Navy guys would come through, that they wouldn't harm the women and harm the neighborhood. So the Mexicans started patrolling their own neighborhoods and stuff like that. And the zoot suits would handle it. So my point is, is that's how it could be done. Neighborhood watches, neighborhoods get together. You know, we can do this. We can do it right. You know, but you're going to have to do it a little bit differently that you're doing. And if you're not willing to do a neighborhood watch and you're not willing, because what do you want to do at night? Oh, you want to watch that, that TV show you want to watch it. Oh, you want to, you want to just sit on the couch. Oh, you just want to eat your nice little dinner and pretend like there's no violence out in the world. You just want to watch it in TV and, and, and blame maybe the reds uh, or blame the blues or blame the Crips of the bloods. You, you don't want to take any ownership in this. You don't want to do all the hard work, but that's exactly what would have to be done. That's yep. exactly what would have to be done. And you know what? You don't want to do it. So instead, let's just put more money to law enforcement, put more money to military, stop worrying about guns, uh, you know, stack your chips and, and, and buy yourself the best security you can do. And you know what? You know what I want, Trinity? I want a home like the purge, like my parents have. I want to hit a button. <laughs> <laughs> At night, there's no better feeling than living within the purge house. I sure. want a purge house. That's what I want. Yeah, I, I hear you. Get yourself That's a it. panic room. That's it. <laughs> and by the way, there's a reason the Purge movies did more than one. Of course. People because watch them. We're infatuated with that stuff. We yeah. love that stuff. Yeah, of course. Well, you said earlier about the videos. Look up all the like the top videos. You have like cats and then you have sex and violence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's just be honest. You know, there's a reason why there's all these people out there when times got rough, all these girls want to go open up OnlyFans. They're not doing it because they just want to show everybody their thing. They're doing it because they're making money off of it. Like, it sells. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, people. Like, this isn't like a new thing. No. It, it sells. It's yeah. what we're all interested in. Dude, dude, if I could make money of me walking around in a G-string, I'd, I'd, I'd do it, too. I got to be honest. It, it is Pride Month, man, so I think you could probably find some buyers. Just going to put that out there. Bro, no, let me tell you something. Gay people have the most, the, they have the best uh, taste. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, I, I don't know what kind of animal I fit in. We never asked that question. We, we found out you, you were like a bear if you were in it. Like, but we didn't ask about me. So I don't know what I'd be. So, so but in that world, I mean, they, they look, those guys are the best looking. They're the most in shape. You know, they're the healthiest. Yeah. They, they, they're successful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't fit, brother. I, I am, you know, nah. I got. I better sure. stick with Dana. I'm good with Dana. <laughs> there you go. Oh well. Anyway, so we so we covered it. So we yep. covered all and the then, issues. And then we got and it all, man. Look, if you're listening now and you missed the other issues that we talked about, Trinity, you want to give a quick rundown of the issues we covered, and they can always go back and listen. Uh, yeah, we we of course acknowledged uh, both Pride Month and uh, Men's Health Month. Uh, we talked about LeBron James becoming the first active player to become a billionaire. Uh, we did cover slightly the Amber Heard and uh, Johnny Depp case and then of course we talked about guns and all the issues therein right on and uh you know you want to tell people how they can follow us or, or about our other shows and what shows we have coming um, up yeah the very next show we have coming up is on monday night and that'll be at eight o'clock p.m uh, eastern time if you're local you can listen to it on the radio at 1680 a.m or 100.7 fm if you're not local or if you want to watch us then you can catch us on facebook or youtube at dope and dharma that's our very next show. That's right. That's right, kids. He's the Dharma guy at the Dharma guy on all social media. I am at the dope doctor on all over social media. And this was we, the middle edition of dope and Dharma from all of us here on dope and Dharma. 
Adios, amigos. It's time for a taco. Goodbye. <laughs>